You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Welcome to Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Two footy legends covering all things sport. Kia, the Kia Sorento, drive car of the year. Hello, welcome. Good to have you on the show. Badger Satsar here with you on a Monday night. And of course, uh, well, Rugby League has taken another step towards state of origin. The team's announced today, Scotty Sattler and a few changes to Queensland and one, uh, really only the one, well, a couple of players coming in for the Blues, really only one change with uh, Jake Dravojevic out. Yeah, what do no, you think? Yeah, g'day Badge and also listeners. Um, good weekend of Rugby League. I thought I, I'd... Don't mind some of those entertaining blowout scores, seeing length of the field tries scored. Uh, but you don't want too that, many of them, do we? You've no, got to have a few close no. results. But with Origin, uh, probably anticipated what was going to happen with Jake Trebojevic, um having to miss Origin 2 and Angus Crichton coming in, missed Origin 1, of course. Dale Finucane, of course, played Origin last week. So no real surprises. Last but, year. Well, last year with Queensland, although, a couple of surprises. And um, most notably... Reese Walsh at fullback, who has lit the NRL up on stage. 18 years 18 of age. 18 years of age. And um, only seven or eight games under his belt. Yeah. So, yeah, Benny Eichen only had four games when he made that uh, 1995 debut. But that was different circumstances. There was no Super League players picked in that year of 95. But, but once again, the Blues were looking very dominant at that stage with a much stronger team. And 10 internationals. Yep. Mm. And I think Fatty Vorton as coach the, and, and, and the, the selectors, they just sort of, who can we get? Um, and pluck some players out of oblivion, really, players that weren't very well known. That Absolutely, didn't they play well? You know, Craig Teven and Terry Cook and these guys who are not household names, but they were absolutely outstanding uh, in 1995. Now, Reese Walsh is, um, you know, I know people know of him, a lot more of him because he's, he's really hit the NRL by storm, but he's a real... Young, he's still older than Ben Eichen was. Ben Eichen is the youngest player yes. for Queensland, mm. um, with at eighteen, with only four games under his belt. Who was the youngest for New South Wales? Was oh, it? Was pretty it sure it was Freddie. Yeah, pretty sure it was Freddie. Uh, he was eighteen. I may be wrong, Maybe. but I'm pretty sure it was Freddie. Yeah, I, I think it was. I, our listeners, I, I did actually just try to Google that, but um, everything else came up. Zero four double seven seven three six seven three six is our number. And you can talk to us about anything. What do you think of the New South Wales side? Are you are you happy with those those changes that they've made? And uh, and same thing with uh, Queensland. The Queensland half a chance this time, especially being at Suncorp Stadium. Or are you expecting a similar scoreline? Um, they the Queensland teams are struggling. I've got to say the Broncos and Titans. 
Wow, aren't they? Uh, aren't they? And we mentioned Benny Iken, who's just, just been announced this afternoon, a new job. Yeah, sets. head of football, general manager of rugby league at the Brisbane Broncos, starting next week. Oh, really? Reportedly. Yeah, oh, we when, thought when it might have we... been uh, maybe October this year. We did, actually, when we, we talked about that an hour or two ago. Yeah. He's going to start next week, so he's, uh, he's finishing up, or is he going to do both roles? No, NRL 360 will finish off, and then, uh, then the question is who's going to take over from him, and... Um, well, the big question is, it's a good, it's can a good, he turn around, help turn around the Broncos? Well, it's a good appointment. I think he went for the CEO's role, was advertised, sorry, interviewed for the uh, the CEO's role. Peter Nolan, who was their football manager and recruitment manager, was terminated last Friday from the Broncos. And um, and, Ke- and I think, well, Kevin and, and Benny have got a good relationship. They mm. won a premiership together in 2000. Uh, that doesn't mean it's going to be smooth sailing for Kevy Walters because one thing I do know about Benny Iken, he's diligent, he's professional, he's well prepared. So I think to the a, point of being nerdy, he'll make sure he's oh, he admits dotted he's the nerd. I's and crossed yeah. the T's. Yeah. So his his walk in wardrobe has just got like sixteen white polo shirts. There's no other <laughs> colour. So uh, in saying that, it's a good appointment for the Broncos, but for Origin. I think the signs are really ominous. This New South Wales team is is dangerous, and then seeing what. Tommy Trebojevic did to the Gold Coast Titans oh, yesterday. It's Tear just a, we another were shot over the bow. We were there. Uh, and the Titans, to their credit, had scored five tries in the first half, all from kicks, uh, up 24-8. Yep. So obviously hadn't converted too many. And thought, Gee, this is game on here. Manly should come back with something. But, wow, um, did not expect nine, nine tries unanswered to Manly in the second half. And their fans, they had – more a lot of fans there. I think more more manly than Titans. Uh, weren't they going? Can off? I say, like Badge, a game? We call a lot of the games every weekend. I haven't I haven't seen Tommy Trebojevic live since returning from injury. What seven or eight weeks ago? Seven mm. weeks ago. So to see him live again since returning from injury and just watching him drift around the field and get involved like he does. It was amazing. Absolutely amazing to see it live. Can play. Yeah. He can is he play. Like, is he like a stallion? Hello, Woogie. Hello, boys. Is he like a Talking stallion? Stallions. No, I wouldn't say a stallion. <laughs> I think it's something else. He's like an antelope. An, an antelope? Just jumping around the field. Giraffe. And, what? Yeah, ja- yeah, bigger than the rest Oprah. of them. Oprah. You don't know rugby league. Zip it. Stay out. Okay. What? Uh, who else play? Panthers. Oh, Rabbitohs 46 nil over the Broncos. They're just uh, they're in a different different league, Rabbitohs to the Broncos. They've got a lot of work to do. Yeah, the Panthers, that big win over the Roosters. It was a, the 10 minutes in the bin for Takiaho. Panthers piled on the points, uh, 38 points to 12 in that one. Some, uh, some good results and not so good. And, and, of course, the Melbourne Storm, 66. Uh, what is going on with the Tigers? Tim Sheen's coming. When is Tim Sheen's coming this on week. board? He's coming on board this week. This week. Well, he's not going to be able to turn around in a hurry, but um, Madge needs that. some help. I hate it. I, I love watching the Melbourne Storm play, but I'm a huge Madge. I love Madge. I love Michael Maguire. You as say a coach that a lot, and, a guy. and I'm, I'm not sure if the feeling's mutual, but Madge likes you. <laughs> I'm about love, but it's, it's, it's not good, is it? I not think good. he loves me because he loves my dad. Mm. Uh, so okay. I'm, I'm a little bit like just. Mm. Guilty by association. When, when he said to you, I love your sats, was your dad in the vicinity? <laughs> <laughs> think, we he's, think we know who he was talking to. I think he was looking over my shoulder. I'm not quite sure. But, yeah, that was that was really hard to watch. And as a as a guy who actually likes the West Tigers club as well, and a lot of the people that are involved there, it was that was really hard to see. 40-0 mm. at halftime. I don't oh. think I've ever seen that before. Horrible. Mm. Horrible. Kia Top 7.
uh, coming up and uh, some of those uh, aforementioned results and efforts will be uh, will pop up in the Kia Top 7. Joel and Flet, not Fletchy, Finchy. Mm. He's uh, replacing Fletch for the night. One loose cannon replaced by another. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll have a chat to them, uh, especially about what's going to happen in, uh, in State of Origin. Let's do this. Sports Day, Sports Update. It is for Australian Made. Certify your products with the Australian Made logo. Make sure you search for it, use it, do it. You help everyone out when you do. Um, yeah, the State of Origin teams, Scott, uh, a bunch of – well, let's start with the Blues, who have replaced um, Angus Crichton has come yep. in, as well as Dale Finucane and Jake Trevojevic, who they'll miss. They'll certainly miss – Jake Travojevic, but, uh, of course, he can't play. So, um, yeah, interesting. They'll miss his defence in the middle, uh, especially in those opening 10 minutes, those encounters across the, those early parts of the game where his technique is just – it's its perfect. Mm. Um, we saw that from Ben Travojevic on a couple of occasions. Oh, yeah, well. we did, didn't we? He yeah. can play, can't he? But, um, yeah, Jake will be missed really early on. Just his, his variation with the ball in hand, but just his, the ability to type the middle defensively. Uh, junior Paulo, Freddie Fittler has said this early on in the week that it looks as though the Junior Paulo will take his position in the front row. It means it doesn't – they don't have to move any any moving parts in that back row. It'll be Tarek Sims, Cameron Murray and, and Isaiah Yo. So – you would think Angus Crichton would be the player that would come onto the bench. He's got experience in big games. You reckon it'd be like that? Yeah, and he, he would have been there in game one as well. Liam Martin as well did nothing wrong in game one and was really aggressive, but had a game on Friday night. I, I think it's one of his best games that I've seen him in first grade. He mm. just competed for absolutely everything. So when you look across this New South Wales side, uh, there's just no weaknesses like game one. They don't have to make too many changes. Of course, they are preparing on at Kingscliff close to the border, the Queensland border, just in case the borders do shut down. Well, we can only hope they do with no warning. And <laughs> and from a Queenslander's point of view, and Anastasia says that's it, you can't come in without two weeks of quarantine <laughs> and they have to search around throughout Queensland. Maybe we'll let them look for the North, through the Northern Territory too to find some New South Welshmen. What are you shaking your head oh, at? Oh, you're a disgrace. <laughs> no, I'm desperate. Uh, in, I'm desperate. in relation to the Queensland side, the, the Queensland side, I think uh, – Andrew McCulloch is a good a good inclusion for the fact that New South Wales completely decimated Queensland up through the middle of the field, and that's what he's built his career on. He has, he has, holding, holding solid defensively around there. Of course, um, yeah, Harry Grant, not available. Um, Reid Marnie, who was being touted as a possible origin player while Grant was injured, not available. So that makes has made it quite difficult. And, uh, and Benny Hunt could have played there and has played in the number nine, with uh, to with with uh, very very well a couple of years ago, uh, I thought he was Queensland's best player for the series, but he's picked in jersey fourteen and he offers some value in that well, role, no which I thought re- he should have been there in the well, first. There's place. no other real utility that covers the amount of positions that Benny Hunt can hooker, lock, halfback, five eighth, whatever it may be. Um, so I think that's the obvious position for for Benny Hunt mm. now. I suppose the big news today is the young fullback, Reese Walsh. I've been fortunate enough to watch Reese play for a number of years through Kebra Park, the team on the Gold Coast, the school on the Gold Coast, I should say. Australian schoolboys, where he's outstanding with the likes of you know, Sam Walker and Brendan Pierre and a few of these really good young players that are coming through first grade. Um, now, Badge, the big question is, is he too young? Is he ready for origin? And now you've played, what, 16 origins but not e- when I was 18. Are you ever ready for Origin? Uh, well, I didn't know until I got out there and had a go. 
Uh, I, I certainly wouldn't have been at 18. Mm. I don't think I would have been at 21. I was a 23 going on 24. Um, but, but this kid's full of confidence and some people can handle it, some can't. We're, I've seen this, in, in, you know, this, what he's done in the early starts, parts of his career. You know, I, would, I didn't know how good Joseph Sawali was until I watched him play live for the Roosters. If he got picked in State of Origin, he'd be ready. That kid can play. So would it be fair to say, Badge? We're only going to find out on Sunday. Would it be fair to say because of these young players now at 18, 19 years of age that they're subjected to full-time training, they're hanging around genuine first graders for hours upon hours during throughout the day. Now he, He's a pretty mature 18-year-old too, I believe. You know, he's got a young just a, child. He's had and, a child a few weeks ago. Um, and has had a fairly rough upbringing. He and I think he's not a sheltered. The mother of the baby had the child. He didn't actually physically have the baby because he, no, he, he, he wouldn't he, be play, able to play Origin if he what? had a baby <laughs> a few weeks ago. Uh, you know, and, and, and a tough upbringing as well. So I think he's, you know, he's not naive and young and, and sheltered. Um, so I'd like to think he's going to be ready, but we will only find out one Boy. way. The other player that comes in is Frank. Frank Molo on the bench. It's not a bad. It's actually not a bad one, and it's come out of left field as well, mm. uh, Francis Molo. So yeah, I kind of thought Cohen Hess, who, who's jersey eighteen, or or Josh Kerr has missed out. I thought Josh Again. Kerr was a uh, was one that um, probably would have made his in. way in. Yeah, uh, with with so, these so, young so, players, but badge they, I, I think because they are full time now, and they are a lot more confident because they're around, they're around seasoned veterans. Mm. They're a lot confident with the people that are around them now. Whereas when the game was part time, you're you sort of weren't around the players all the time and you you just had to feel your way into the game. Now, I think because they're thrown into such a full-time environment, they're a lot more confident about what they can do. Jaden Sewer, unlucky. I know he and Joe offer Hengawi, um made way. And Xavier Coates too, who who made a mistake that, that led to a try to the Blues. But I just don't oh, – I think he's pretty unlucky. I thought maybe he could have even been moved into the centres. And, and so Kurt Catewell remains in the centres. This is a big question mark. He's a great player. He's a, he's a competitive bugger, but he's not a regular centre. And he's got to mark up on Tommy Turbo again. It's a tough call. I, I think um, – and Adrian from Dural is Texas on 0477-736-736. And he's not a big fan of, of David Fafita. Um, he tells us every night. He's a shocking defender. He wasn't great yesterday when it came to defence Fafita. Um, I thought Fafita was lucky to keep his position. Now, he's been named on the bench for feeder, and I think that would probably be his best position to be able to come in and make an impact somehow. But I, I just think his lack of involvement, he's very lucky to keep his keep his position. And, mm. and Jaden Sewer, I think, plays a far more aggressive game when playing at origin level. He's been so. left out of South Sydney side a couple of times yeah, in the has, lead-up, yeah. hasn't he? So Adrian always something's says, not going right there. Adrian also said, six weeks ago, I said Manly can win the comp, and Tom Trebojevic has gone past Tedesco and looming large on Billy Slater. Oh, yeah. He's playing amazing football. Yeah. Uh, no, there's no question about that. Manly yeah. fans, can I just, and this is a little bit off topic, sorry, Badge, but tell us, by the time Tommy Trebojevic has retired from rugby league, and let's just say he stays at Manly his whole career, will he be regarded as a better fullback than the great Graham Wombat Eady? It hasn't good one. So, you know, let, let's go through Bob Graham Eady. Or before that, yeah. yeah. Um, Graham Eady retrospectively won two. Clive Churchill medals. Yes. They didn't have him back then, but he was the best player on the park, judged by uh, some of the great minds in the in footy. Um, then along car, comes the likes of Dale Shearer yep. and Daryl Williams. What a fine player Matt he Ridge. was. Matt Ridge. Then uh, Brett Stewart. Oh, yeah. Who was a fine, yeah. fine player. The snake, they thought he might have been their best ever fullback. Uh, 
Tom Travojevic could go past them all. Do they have to win? Does Tommy Travojevic have to win a comp to be? Oh regarded? yeah, that'll help. Yeah, certainly to be regarded help. amongst Brett Stewart and yep. Bob yep. Batty and and Graham Eady. Zero four double seven seven three six seven three six. Manly fans, and there's one out there, JB from the Shire. I know that JB always messages and is a Manly fan. Would he be better than those other fullbacks? Oh, he's outstanding. By the time he's retired. All right, hey, Sats, what was your standout game? I know there were some big results. The big ones, the, the Rabbitohs and Broncos, 46-0. The Storm, 66-16 over the Tigers. The Seagulls, 56-24 over the Titans. Uh, but there was, a, there was a couple of closer ones. Sharks snuck home against the Cowboys by two points. I really like Warriors the... got the job done over uh, – sorry, Knights got the job done over the Warriors. Didn't they need that? I really like the Dragons versus Raiders yeah. game. The, the Dragons end up winning that 22 points to 20. Uh, I didn't mind it in the conditions, windy mm. conditions. Kicking game was horrible from both sides. But outside of that, I really enjoyed the. The other one we haven't mentioned is the Bulldogs had a lead yeah. against uh, the Eels uh, they were, until they, they had pretty a player, tough. player sin bin, didn't yeah. they? And that's a bit questionable there. Um, Trent Barrett not overly happy with that. 10 6, they were up and they got beaten 36 10. That was in, similar in a way to what the Titans did, but. Man, Manly did to the Titans. How is the southerly winds at the games on the weekend? That bomb that um, uh, ben, Hunt. ben Hunt put up oh, yeah, that went, went 30 metres backwards. Mm. Yeah. That was great. You always get that too. You used to always get that at Wollongong. You used oh, to come yes. over the top of the hill, that wind, and yeah, wreak havoc with the kicking games. Was that a tactic that he did that or did it just accidentally? Oh, no, he put back. some spin on it. He did. <laughs> One of the I'm kickoffs sure went past the 10 metre line, but... <laughs> Blew back around the halfway, which is play on. It's that is play on. That's yeah. right. As long as it crosses the line in the air. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Oh, some people didn't realise that. That's good mm. one. Good pickup. All right. Sports update for Australian Made. Apply online to certify your products as Australian. AustralianMade.com.au slash apply. Sports day it is for the Kia Sorento, the drive car of the year. Uh, when we come back, our Kia Top 7. And uh, there's some beauties in this one. We're back soon. You're listening to Sports Day. Have your say by dropping badge and sats a text. 0477 736 736. That's 0477 736 736. This is Sports Day. We'll be right back. This is Sports Day with badge and sats. For Kia, the Kia Sorento. Drive car of the year. Yeah, news headlines before we get to the Kia Top 7. Barnaby Joyce is the new leader of the National Party. This makes him second in charge of the country when ScoMo was away. Oh, God. There's been a lot of people uh, criticising this Please move Please stay at today. home, ScoMo. <laughs> Please don't go anywhere. Now, hundreds of inmates will be forced to evacuate a New South Wales prison after mice chewed through the ceilings and the internal wiring. Is this an escape plan? It is. Maybe. This could be the, an amazing escape. Thanks to the mice. Will we see a movie with Gregory Peck yep. and no, his little friend the mouse escaping from, where is it? Wellington. Wellington. And training all of his centre. friend mice to come yep. back and eat the wiring. There you go. It's very clever, isn't so it? Dead mice are stuck in the wall cavities. Sats, you've worked in that in, in the prisons, corrections. Yeah. Uh, is it all uh, powered, those doors? They lock with, you know, you yeah, need all, power. If yeah. you don't have it, do they all just there's open up? A, there's a central area that have got to open up various parts of the prison, yeah. Are they backup Jenny's? You'd think so. Mm. Yeah. Will we see <laughs> Will we see prisoners right now in the rec room sewing giant rat outfits? 
Oh, so they can just go. Just walk out of the car. Jeez, that's a big mouse. Oh, no. Yeah, will we see that? I can't, wait. Shark. Oh, I can't wait to see Shawshank Redemption 2. Yep. Which is just all about. It's called Wellington Walkout. <laughs> Ratatouille goes to jail. Okay, news headlines. That was for Polaris. Get range of confidence for the price of a car. I told you we shouldn't let him join in tonight. So. Uh, now on Sports Day, the Kia Top 7, the Kia Sorento, very Drive good. Car of the Year. Very good, very good, Woogie. Uh, number you, mate, seven, the Kia Top 7. and You love a debutante. We've had a lot of debutantes this year, but Sean Russell for Parramatta, well, he scored two tries on debut. Here's Gutherson, numbers, a And he scored another one. Beautiful. Mm. Uh, number six, Kia Top 7, son of a gun, Jack Doohan, has won his first big race in Formula 3. The Australian driver looks up, sees the chequered flag, and for the first time in Formula 3, Jack Doohan wins. Uh, he beat Hauger, who is in second place, Colette in third, and Jack Doohan is a Formula 3 winner. Yeah, boy. Yeah. Uh, the race was in France, Scott yeah. uh, Sats, and that was a bit of French coming out of his, his mouth. Mum, Selena. She oh, did you? Beautiful. Miss World how, at school. Oh. How would they afford that to put him through all that, Sats? So, he'd have a he'd have a quid mix. Battlers, aren't they? He's hey? a nice kid. I spoke to him last year beautiful on another kid, radio yeah. show. Mm. Really nice kid. Good. Well done. Good on him. Massive. They've got a, a huge um, mansion. On they're the Gold selling Coast. it, I think. Oh, yeah, that's the one that uh, Johnny Depp rented out. I know you're letting everyone know that they're they're away at the moment in France for that race. So mm. they've got yeah. a racetrack built. Burglars, yeah. you know where to go. A go kart track. A go kart yeah. track. Yeah. yeah, number five in the Kia Top Seven. I was fixed on the TV this morning. John Rahm, the, the, the Spaniard, wins his first and the first Spaniard to win a US Open major as well. Um, this is the audio when he sinks the birdie on the 18th. Yeah, it's amazing. Absolutely amazing. And he, but he had to hold, he, uh, hold his um, composure there because he still had someone finishing off. Uh, was was he? Yeah. The South African. South, yeah, South African had, farmer. He had three holes to wait. Yeah. Three holes to wait. And, and then um, he got excited. Yeah, but, it was great. But he birdied the 17th and the 18th. He's only the fourth player in open history to do it. The fourth player. Why is the fourth player important? Well, do, you hear, do you want to hear two of them? <laughs> do you want to hear the two of them? Ben Hogan, yep. Jack Nicholas, and I can't remember that one. It's not Tiger. And some other guy. Gary oh, Player. If you, if you yeah. don't know who, Ernie you shouldn't Hills. throw those sort of stats Can I just up, throw up any name? Yeah, sure. Okay. It wouldn't be Greg Norman. He would have choked. <laughs> Was it Xavier oh. Coates? No, because he is our number four in the Kia Top 7. This, not often do you make the highlights real when your team gets beaten 46-0, but this is a try-saver on Dane Gagai. Oh! Intercepted Gagai. Sprinters on. Where's Johnson? Here comes Pakes. Gagai. Gagai's got too much pace. He's got the left knee heavily strapped. Oates comes. Oates tackles well, and saves the try. Corey Xavier, Oates. Xavier Coates. Xavier Coates. Stop telling me about Corey Oates. <laughs> Xavier Coates makes an unbelievable tackle on day. Gagai. Xavier ate his Oates that morning. That was an amazing play. I, I think that was, was. I think that's the, the play of the year so far. One of the great individual efforts, I thought. 
Number three in the Kia Top 7, well, the Melbourne Storm, they're untouchable against the West Tigers on Saturday night up at Sunshine Coast Stadium. Seven first-half tries to lead 40-0 at halftime. Harry Grant, oh, what a play that was for Kafusi who caught them out. Just a real spin from dummy half, and it's try number seven for Melbourne. Left the dressing room at halftime after he addressed the, the players. He more or less said, you got yourself into it. You get yourself Matched out of it. it. Yeah, yeah, Michael Maguire. Well, I'm going to take your seven first half tries and I'm going to raise you with a nine second half tries to Manly. It comes here to Walker, to Bojevic lurking. Walker takes the tackle, 10 metres out from the line. He'll play it in line with a right hand upright. It comes to Tommy who reaches out and scores. One off the right, give it to Tommy Turbo and he just reaches out and scores his third try. It was almost pedestrian that mm. uh, he scored three, Garrick scored three. They scored nine tries in the second half. Garrick scored four. Four, that's yeah. right. It was just incredible. Always knee in the if he had his, top seven. If he had his kicking, if yeah. he had his kicking boots on, it might have been 70. Might have been. Might have been 70. All right. And number um, one, Sats? Well, Mark Hughes Foundation, Beanie for Brain Cancer round. It's uh, always really well supported. They want to raise $3 million this year. They've got over $4 million. Amazing oh, weekend. Great. And great beanies. I got mine yeah. uh, yesterday for my uh, lovely wife. She just loved it. Said best one ever. Mm-hmm. Gets one every year. And, yeah, over $4 million. Outstanding. Well done, anyone that, uh, that chipped in there for the Mark Hughes Foundation. And great stuff they do, don't yeah, they? Yeah, absolutely. For, for brain cancer research. Rightio, that's our Kia Top 7. The seven-seat Kia Sorento has just been crowned Drive Car of the Year. Our hot topic next, um, what is – well, we've got your, your text as well. And uh, what else are we talking about there? Oh, the debutantes and what is going on with the Broncos. 15 rounds down. Mm. 15 rounds down. What have we liked and what have we disliked? Beautiful. Good idea. Let's do it. You're listening to Sports Day. Have your say by dropping badge and sats a text. 0477 736 736. That's 0477 736 736. This is Sports Day. We'll be right back. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. For Kia, the Kia Sorento, Drive Car of the Year. Yeah, it is. Before we get to our hot topic, Sats, uh, a couple of texts we got here. Uh, one, no name on this one. Only one Bronco in origin. He's playing for New South Wales. Must be an all-time low. Shows you how terrible the teams are going. And Queensland origin coach and selectors. Yeah, so That's Toronto. That's Toronto. Is it? Toronto. Um I can't remember what first time in history that a Queen, well that a, a Queensland team hasn't had a Broncos since the Broncos came in yeah. in '88 yeah. and oh no in '90 I was going to say '95 when Rick Gavin Allen Gavin Allen played yeah when the other players weren't available uh, because it was he ARL versus he didn't Super sign League, a Super League he or didn't. An ARL deal wow mm. so up until '87 of course no Broncos but that is that is uh, shows you just how low yeah. they've sunk doesn't it mm. with Payne Haas who's probably the best prop in the land. Playing, uh, playing for the Blues, yeah. What else you got, Sats? One there on Tommy, I think. Yeah, Tommy Trebojevic. Um, now, Macca from Maitland said, if Tommy Turbo stays fit, he pulls in behind Bozo as Manly's greatest ever player. Yeah, well, Bozo still is, isn't he? He did some great things and won grand finals for them and with them. And um, it'd be hard for anyone to ever surpass Bozo, but this kid is going well. So be, it's a good point. He becomes a recruitment tool also, Tommy Trebojevic. He, he becomes think about the great Steve Menzies. Is he better than Steve Menzies? Is he better than Cliffy Lyons? Cliffy Lyons. Jeff Toovey. Toovey. You know, Crusher. He, he becomes such a good recruitment tool because Nico when you go, and talk to, you go and talk to a potential player, 
and you say, well, we've got this kid here. Do you want to play alongside him? And it's so playing alongside those elite players become so important to your recruitment. That's that's what Manly's going to be able to do with Tommy Trebojevic. Yeah. Right, yeah. keep the text coming, 0477-736-736. Now, hot topic time. The Four Pines Brewing Co., the official beer of sports day with badge and sats. Uh, 15 rounds down. Sats, I don't like what you've tossed up here. NRL teams have a week off. So, or was that Woogie? That was Woogie. Uh, thanks, Woogs. Mm. We're a team, Gary. No, We're that's team. right. Um, yeah, so it's a week off uh, if you're not playing Origin. So, chance for us to take stock of what's happened. Sats, what, what's, what's impressed you? What hasn't so far? Oh, I like the six again rule. I really do. Mm. Uh, I think it's the, the speed of the game increasing, which I like. I think we've seen with uh, the speed of the game um, increasing, the, the, the smaller man, the the littler players have been able to play a really significant role in games. I really like that. Captain's challenge going okay. Yeah, I, yeah. I think it's. I, I think, think so. it's proven that it's it's been a success. No, I tell you what, what. What has proven you don't want to waste one early. You don't want to stuff one up. And if you're the one that made the possible mistake, you should oh. never call for the captain's and, challenge. And it just hurts you, doesn't it? Because yeah. Just about every time you see later on, you go, oh, they can't challenge that one, and that, that's an obvious mistake there. Um, the the bunker getting. Involved in, and the crackdown on high shots. How are you going with that? Is it settled I like down the, for you? I like the crackdown. I think the NRL was forced into a corner that they had to introduce it um, when they did at Magic Round. I think they would have left themselves exposed if they if there was record that they had spoken about coming uh, having a crackdown and they didn't act on it till the end of the year or next year. They would have left themselves exposed and, and liable. Um, I think uh, legally, so they had to do it. So I don't mind. I think there's still some areas that. And one of my things that I haven't really enjoyed, which I'll, I'll talk a bit a little bit about a little bit later on, is sin binning, some mm. of the sin bins. But one thing I, I have really enjoyed in, in the 15-round mark is the New Zealand Warriors, again, having to spend the second season in Australia. Yes. And the way they hold themselves amongst the community. I love it. The Melbourne Storm, no Cameron Smith. Uh, Cameron Munster hasn't played great. Harry Grant hasn't played a lot of games. Pappenhausen hasn't played since Magic Round. And they've relocated to the Sunshine Coast away from their home base. They're still killing it. And they're leading the comp. It's just, yeah. You've just uh, got to sit back and admire what they do. And Craig, Craig Mm. Bellamy just keeps, uh, yeah, he is the man. Uh, Some great debutantes we've seen um, in in Sammy Walker and and Reese Walsh, who's going to play Origin, and Suwali and Jaden Campbell. And so so what's been underwhelming? What's been ordinary? Well, I thought some of the latest sin bins, I think, have been confusing and very frustrating. Uh, Siwa Takiaho's on Friday night. I thought was I, I thought that sort of started to not only draw a line in the sand but actually cross the line, mm. um, creating a lot of debate only because of Ashley Klein's, Klein's three words: no mitigating circumstances. I, ex- I expected the Broncos to be better, the Titans to be. I thought the Tigers would be better than they have been. The Titans have well. been underwhelming, haven't they? Went on a really good run at the back end of last year, but have just gone backwards. What do you think? Zero four double seven seven three six seven three six. That's our hot topic for Four Pines Brewing Co. Back soon. You're listening to Sports Day. Have your say by dropping badge and sats a text. 0477 736 736. That's 0477 736 736. This is Sports Day. We'll be right back. This is Sports Day with badge and sats. For Kia, the Kia Sorento. Drive car of the year.
Five tackles gone, and again the call is there for the defence. There's a punch-up! Webke is trading punches with Campion. Mander has stopped play. Yeah, I think the Shane Webke will be penalised here. He was nailed by Kevin Campion on the inside pass and took exception to it. Former teammates, of course, the Brisbane club, but I think Shane is at fault. Yeah, Shane Webke got penalised there for headbutting. Kevin Campion's hand, uh, head, uh, hand on numerous <laughs> occasions, and we've got him on the line for Sports Day. Former uh, Origin, former Origin champion, and also Premiership with the, the Broncos. <laughs> Kevin Campion, how are you? Be back to those days. Campo. Oh, great boys. What happened? Was it? Was it? Pleasure to be on the show. Did Shane Webke owe you money or something? Is that the? Was that the problem then? <laughs> Mate, I think he's first got his. He's still got his first paycheck from the Broncos. That like I'm, I'm telling you, oh, he's I'm... tight as a fish's. Now, uh, Origin Week, it's exciting whether you're a New South Welshman or a Queenslander. And uh, Queensland naming their squad uh, early this morning. Debutante only after seven first-grade games. Reese Walsh, what did you make of the side overall? Well, they had to make some changes, Sat. So, as you know, we went up to the first game and, uh, you know, I thought that crowd, especially North Queensland, would have got us home. And, you know, everyone was excited. The atmosphere was electric. But the boys just uh, sizzled out after the first five minutes, and they, they looked like they were hadn't played footy together for a, a very long time. And our key players on the night were just uh, um, you know gasping for air after five minutes, which was a bit of a shame. But yeah, look, I think they they needed to make some changes. And look, I I understand Xavier Coates getting um, dropped. I don't think he's been playing good enough to play at that level. And yeah, look, Reese Walsh, he's Certainly an exciting player, isn't he? Yeah. Um, and he's been he's he's been playing well for the the Warriors. I mean, but you know, I think we just needed to make some have some spark in that back line. Now you made your debut in well '97 for the Tri Series during Super League. Then you played again in 2001, mm. 2002 for Queensland. And the most common question for Reese Walsh uh, that is being asked is, "Is he ready?" But is the answer to that, "Who knows when you're ready for Origin until you get thrown in there?" Do you agree with that? Yeah. Well, you know, you look back at was Dale Shulman, you know, he he, learned, he was only eighteen year old kid. Um, only played one year a couple of games in uh, first grade in at Manly and uh, got thrown into the deep end and, and look where he ended up, one of the one of the origin greats, all time greats and you never know, you know, how they're gonna handle it, but uh, you know, as long as a I think he's got a pretty level head on his on his shoulders, so you know, as long as he keeps it simple and doesn't sort of overplay um every hand that's dealt to him on the night, and I just think, yeah, just very simple. Uh, hopefully, hopefully um, Green can, you know, calm the nerves and get him ready. Cambo, you were up there, as you said, saw firsthand just how dominant New South Wales was in that yeah. in that first Origin and Townsville. Is that a concern when you're throwing a, a young kid in at the deep end uh, up against a team that's really full of confidence, full of running the Blues? Yeah, yeah, but I, you know, I, I just think you know, with um, Christian Wells coming back into the side, I think he he was a big loss in the you know that first game. Uh, you know, basically stopped our momentum uh, when he went off the field, and I just think they they'll be you know better for that experience. They you know they were so full of confidence after last year's win, um, having that loss and, and such a big loss. I think you know there's a bit of um, pride to be shown in the second game, and I. I just think we'll be better in the forwards, and I don't think they'll be as as dominant as they were in that first game. You know, they were they were just playing at so much speed, and we just didn't have any answers for them. And I, you know, you look at um, Harry Green, who was, you know, hadn't played for a few weeks um, 
on that particular night, you know, I, I just remember him just watching his um, body language, like hands on hips, and he was just blowing. So, look, um, I think, you know, we've we've sort of fixed that problem up with um, uh, the young, uh, what's his name from um, St George? He's coming back into the side. Benny Hunt. You know, I just oh, McCulloch and Hunt. McCulloch and Hunt. Yeah, I just think. But, you know, we'll be better for the, uh, with them and those two players in the side. You've you've played, you know, state of origin when you were in your late in your late twenties. It was a good period then for Queensland, mm. two thousand one, two thousand two. But that was off the back of a domination uh, from New South Wales um, that mm. y- yourself and other players um, came in, and we've got that from this yep. New South Wales side at the moment. How how do the you know what are the the keys to making sure they don't cut loose again. This this New South Wales outside backs that have got such talent and speed. Well, we've just got to slow that play the ball down. Baz. You know they get on such a, a roll, and you know I just know how how Penrith are so dominant um, just in the in the normal competition. You know their forwards are just unbelievable, and they play at so much speed. And and uh, Luai and Cleary just run off the back of that. Mm. And then you've got you know their outside backs. Um, who are just you know unbelievable players in their own right, um, and you know, it's either Cleary gives it to Travoyevich and on the on the on the left side or the right side, and you know you know it's just unbelievable how they play football. Um, but you know when we you know after that dominant um, team of the late nineties, um, early two thousands, um, you know we we obviously brought Wayne but Wayne was brought back into the into the fray and uh, sort of got everyone's uh, mind back on the job. So we were, you know, we were um, geared up for that first first game in 2001 and we, we got away with a trip and win at um, the old Lane Park. Mm. Do you see in, two, in 2022, Campo, uh, Paul Green only signed a one year, Wayne Bennett coming off contract at South at the end of this year, moving back to Queensland. Do you mm. see Wayne Bennett being the coach of Queensland in, in 2022? Possibly, it wouldn't be a bad thing. I think um, you know, I'm not sure where Wayne's head is um, coaching, you know, in a role uh, anymore. But you know, he certainly wouldn't look out of position, you know, just focusing on that Queensland side. He'll be 93 uh, you know, by then. Such... <laughs> He'll be 93, but <laughs> never gets old. That joke. <laughs> uh, but mate, it's just the respect the players have for him. You know, he came into the side last year, did a wonderful job, and they got away with a win. You know. There wouldn't have been any, um, you know, their heads would have been, you know, so focused on that uh, first game. Got a great win and, you know, won the series. So it was really important for us to win that first game. Uh, You know, got, you know, brought up to um, Cowboys and I thought that was a perfect opportunity for us to to get one up. And, but, mate, they were dominant and and we were looking for answers. It's still, you know, and I just just hope we've uh, we've, uh, picked the right side. Now let's change tact a little bit. Let's speak about one of your old clubs, the Brisbane Broncos. And I know that uh, everyone's mm. used to the Brisbane Broncos and the situation they're in at the moment, but it went to a new level on the weekend where claims that, uh, that Kevin Walters' mm. communication skills are being questioned with some of the players. It must be hurting you as a player that won two comps at the Brisbane Broncos to see what the club's going through. Yeah. Mate, I, I don't – Kevy's not the problem. You know, that's that's he's certainly far from the problem. I just think, you know, there's there's guys that have been there for a long time and, you know, he talks about player, you know, player revolt against the coach. Well, of course they're going to play – you know, players are going to get um, revolt against the coach when they're, when they're on the outer of the club. So, you know, um, I think, 
you know, in the next couple of years, um, rebuilding at the Broncos is certainly certainly going to happen. But you know, Kevin, they need some stability there. They can't they can't sack another coach. That's more embarrassing than what's what's happening on the field at the moment. Are there, what about the playing roster, Campo? Does it need a complete overhaul, or are they they getting Reynolds next year? Katoni Stags coming back in. Is that going to be close enough to the the fix that they need? Oh, it's very, it's very difficult. Um, you know, we're talking about expansion badge, you know, there's just not that many players going around to you know fill clubs up. You know, there's, there's no there's, the quality of player has certainly dropped over the certainly in the last ten years. Um, but look, I, I just they they do need a clean out. There's guys, as I said, they've been there for too long, and they're they're just basically um, you know they're just flogging their dead, you know, you could talk about the flogging the dead horse, you know, there's players in there just, uh, you know, taking the, taking the mickey out of, uh, out of, out of the Broncos jersey. Mm. Two schools of thought, Campo, that, you know, I come across about expansion. A lot of people say we need to have, and, and Sats is involved in one of the, the bids, as you probably know. Campo mm. just did, did himself yep. out of a job. Lobby <laughs> Strength and conditioning, football manager. Now, one school of thought is if Queensland gets a fourth team, there'll be more players to choose from. It'll help It'll help the Maroons um, because at the moment the three clubs in Queensland are all going pretty ordinary. Uh, and the other yep. school of thought is what you just said is that, well, where does the, does, does bringing a fourth team in make the Broncos, the Titans, even the Cowboys even even less strong because they'll take some of their right. talent and potential talent away? You're leaning that way, are you? I, I believe so, and it's certainly going to. Um, it's not going to strengthen the the Queensland Cup, and you know that's where the players are coming from. You know, I would look locally um, uh, around Queensland at those um, ISC clubs, but you know that's just going to weaken. It's just going to be a domino effect, isn't it? I, I, I believe, and I just the quality of players in there. I just I don't know how they. I know why they want to, but I just don't know how they're going to. Mm. We'll have to wait and see. Hey, more importantly than all that footy talk, you went up the state of Origin 1 on a bit of a road trip. A road trip with a couple of uh, crazy blokes named uh, Steve Jackson and Jamie Goddard. How did that, I know you flew up to Proserpine and then drove to Townsville. How did it all go, despite the fact that mate, the was, Blues were so good? Oh, mate, that was the damn of the night, obviously, but we had a great time. It's always great to catch up with Jacko uh, for one, and also Jamie. Look, Jamie hadn't had a beer for uh, 14 months. He's been off the off the drink, and uh, he needed he needed a good steak in him. That's for sure. He he looks about 70 kilos. Did you get a good Did you get a good roll up there? Former players that uh, did the lap. Yeah, mate, yeah. It was it was really good what they did. Um, you know, obviously, invited us all up there and um, got us out on the field beforehand and. Yeah, it was a special night. Um, we would have loved to have seen a lot more um, support, uh, a lot more players put their hands up. You know, you know, I think it was just more the, the travel and getting up there was the, the hardest thing. Yeah. And actually, you know, um, and, and just getting a, a place to stay. We got, you know, I think some of the motels are charging like two grand a night for, for a room. So that was the most difficult thing. But, you know, in saying that, we had a great night. Well, hopefully this Sunday is going to be better than that. I'm glad I wasn't in the same car as Goddard <laughs> after 14 months off the drink. I know uh, that. We're both, but two of the biggest pests when they're together, Campy and Goddard. Really? Oh, famous. Oh, famous. <laughs> oh, so it's, come on. Uh, they're up there. You're in the top three. Campo, 
It's going to be a big week this weekend for, for Origin. Sunday Origin at Suncorp, and uh, great to catch up with you to talk everything Origin and uh, NRL. Thanks for joining us on Sports Day. My pleasure, boys. Enjoy your call. Yeah, former Origin player Kevin Camping in there. Um, good to have a chat with him. We better get to a break. Listening to Sports Day. Have your say by dropping badge and sats a text. 0477 736 736. That's 0477 736 736. This is Sports Day. We'll be right back. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au. Predict Australia's score with a crystal ball. And it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semi finals, all thanks to McDonald's. Mackers, together and loving it. TNCs apply.